Today, I want to share some really important information related to chronic kidney disease. Chronic kidney disease is mainly made up by several types of problems with the kidney. One would be just chronic kidney disease in general, which is usually or mostly caused from diabetes, okay? And then you have another type of kidney disease called polycystic kidney disease. I'm going to be talking about that. And then you have another problem with the kidney, which relates to kidney stones. We'll mention that as well. So if you have any of these problems, this video is for you and you definitely want to watch it because I want to share some new uh, information, new research on this topic. When someone has end-stage renal disease, 10% of the time it's going to be related to this polycystic kidney disease. And that's a situation where you have all these fluid-filled sacs around the kidney it kind of takes over and then the more cyst you have, the less ability for you to filter. And then now you can't filter protein. So that starts going up in the blood and you start getting fluid retention and you get a lot of problems. And polycystic kidney disease is mainly thought of as a genetic problem. And until recently, like 2019, the thought was you really can't um, do anything about genetic diseases, but you actually can. And this is actually quite fascinating because if someone has these cysts that are overwhelming the kidney, pretty much they're just going to have to wait until they get on dialysis or they get a kidney transplant. There just wasn't any non-toxic solution. And, and this is the problem with the kidney and the liver, especially. Um, drugs tend to add more toxicity to these organs. And so there's too many side effects. So with the polycystic kidney disease, you have increased risk of infection, you have urinary bleeding, you have reduced function of the kidney, which the kidney is a filter and it filters out the blood. And the person usually has high blood pressure. So in 2019, there was a study done that found that the ketogenic diet actually halted and reversed polycystic kidney disease in mice. And so if you have a pet mouse or a gerbil or a rat that has this polycystic kidney disease problem, definitely go low carb. But they also found that time-restricted eating, which is basically intermittent fasting, also created a similar effect. It slowed down the progression of the cysts developing in the kidney and the associated fibrosis or the scar tissue that then comes after. It was also found that the ketogenic diet reduces the risk of kidney stones as long as the person's on a low oxalate diet. Oxalates are things that contribute to kidney stones and they're in the, the spinach, the almonds, the chocolate, kiwi. But as long as you avoid those things and you're on the ketogenic diet and you're drinking enough water, like 2.5 liters at least of fluid per day, I think you're gonna be in pretty good shape. This is what they found in the study, okay? And I wanna really uh, make sure you get this one point. These cysts that are developing in the kidney are absorbing glucose. And then of course, with the glucose, comes the water. So these cysts are fluid-filled sacs that have water in them. And of course, when they absorb water, they get bigger. But the surprising thing that they found, and so if you checked out, check back in right now, because this is the most important part of the video, is this. These cysts not only absorb glucose, but they are dependent on glucose. In other words, they can only grow if they have glucose. And of course, because this was a medical paper, they went on to say that maybe drug companies can come up with a drug to block glucose. 
to help reduce this polycystic kidney disease. Of course, I have a different viewpoint. Why don't we just not consume glucose in the diet? Okay, go on a low carb diet because it's been found that the ketogenic diet may improve this condition. So that's pretty interesting because if you can block sugar or avoid sugar, you can actually shrink these cysts. And then of course I got to thinking there's cysts in the other parts of the body too. You have cysts in the liver and you even have Baker cysts that could be in the back of the knee. And I've already experienced if you get the person off sugar, those tend to go away. But then I actually kind of looked at the cyst in the liver and I found that one remedy for that is metformin. What does metformin do? It actually has to do with regulating blood sugar by improving insulin resistance. Another interesting association. And you can even improve the assist by taking ketones. So apparently ketones are pretty powerful in dealing with the assist, which, which make a lot of sense since they're dependent on glucose. And the only way your body can generate ketones is if you lower insulin and lower glucose. But apparently you can even take ketones, which I'm not recommending, but that's one way to reduce these cysts. Now there's actually three ways to get ketones in the body. One is a low carb diet. The other is to take ketones. And the third way is to fast, forcing your body to make ketones from your own fat. And so apparently fasting strongly inhibits the fibrosis or scar tissue that are associated with these cysts as well as inhibiting something called mTOR. Now, what is mTOR? mTOR is something in the body that can trigger the growth of cancer, tumors, and even cysts. So anything that reduces mTOR is a really good thing, especially if you have kidney problems. And fasting is a potent stimulator, but there's some other things too. Curcumin also reduces mTOR. Resveratrol will also reduce it and the EGCG in green tea, as well as quercetin and berberine. These are all potent natural remedies to lower mTOR to help kidney cysts. But what about other types of kidney disease, chronic kidney disease? Well, the majority of that is caused by the same thing, glucose, because the root cause of this is definitely diabetes. So anything related to high sugar, like whether you have a pre-diabetic situation or even insulin resistance, could contribute to a worsening of the kidney function. There's an interesting uh, protein. I won't get into the biochemical name, but there's an interesting protein that triggers another protein that then kind of goes around and around and around that leads to damage in the kidney. And uh, I'm going to put down a link down below of a, a new discovery of an inhibitor of that specific protein that they're actually using a drug to do it to potentially halt or stop kidney disease. So this protein that they're trying to inhibit is called TRPC5. Not that you needed to know that, but I did a search on if there's any inhibitors to this protein. And I found that there is curcumin and resveratrol. So if you have chronic kidney disease, regardless of what caused it, this is what I would do. I would definitely take these uh, phytonutrients from these herbs. I would also go on a low oxalate ketogenic diet. So you're not taking too many uh, almonds or spinach or almond flour or, you know, kiwis. And if you added intermittent fasting with that, you'd come up with a really good um, program to take those cysts or take whatever damage in the kidney you have and hopefully bring it in the reverse 